I'm your host, Taina, and this is Best Week Ever. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. Um, we're going to be doing things a little bit more differently uh, for this episode because I feel like I'm going to talk about the Harry and Meghan Markle with Oprah Winfrey interview a bit. Um, dive into that. I want to just really get into just the main topics that really shocked me and maybe mostly all of you as well. Um, but yeah, I've just been listening to it like 24-7 since the interview, before the interview even came out. So um, it'll just be good for me to lay it out all there. But I totally understand that if you don't want to hear it anymore, skip this episode by all means. But um, yes, this will be a dive into the Harry and Meghan interview for the first segment. And then I will dive more into some juicy gossip. All right, the Oprah interview with Harry and Meghan. I'm going to say it right now. The Archie skin color comment. Just Wow. So apparently there was a talk that Megan was not involved in, but Harry was, and they are not revealing who that relative was when they made a comment on what skin color Archie would be. Although in the interview, it seemed that the grandmother, Elizabeth and Philip are ruled out, And the only people that are most likely left to say that comment is William or Charles. But honestly, I'm thinking it's Camilla. And did you guys see Oprah's reaction? God, she really is a great interviewist. The way she talks with their interviewee and how she handles her questions is what makes Oprah the best interviewist alive. Like, I know We all love Barbara Walters, yes, but Oprah really gets into, like, the death of their emotions of the situation. I mean, who else would say, were you silent or were you silenced? That was great journalism that I haven't seen in a long time. But Oprah had every right to react the way she did. She's a black woman in 2020, 2021. Um, where we face these issues to this day. And I know since she's been in the spotlight, she's probably been battling the same thing. I mean, like, we've all seen the color purple, right? But yeah, just the fact that they had that conversation and Megan wasn't even in it is just really yucky, which leads me to my other main topic of this interview was Harry's awareness of his privilege and acknowledging his wife's health and safety. He is truly Diana's son. Not only did he realize his privilege, he also took that privilege and he educated himself with black history. And he, I know some people are saying his body language or whatever, but honestly, it shows the work that he has inherited with his mother, Diana. And the fact that she left inheritance to only him kind of speaks volumes that Diana 
foreshadowed or kind of knew what kind of future Harry would be held up against in being the second child, being um, second to throne as well. Actually third, right? Because, well, no, because Charles is out, William is in. But then it would be William's sons, right? But yeah, just the fact that he notices his privilege and is was appalled that the royal palace wasn't willing to do their part of their work too just shows like no one is willing to change unless we ourselves speak out and try to change right but thankfully he has that inheritance that diana left him because they stopped giving him money they cut him out of the family <laughs> as um they would say in english i guess but yeah they shunned him he hasn't spoken to his father in a while like he hasn't been answering his calls it's so sad um because we've all seen this boy little boy grown i've seen him grown i i remember the funeral and like it's just very sad I mean, of course, the blatant racism of Archie's, t like, also taking the title. Like, he wouldn't be titled a prince or being received security like his other cousins, like his relatives. And um, that right there made their statement to know that they can't go any further that they had no security with them whatsoever. And that's what made them kind of like walk away. Because guys, they didn't just walk away. F they they were shunned out. They were pushed away. They, sh they were being forced to be the outcast of the family. And for what? For why? Right? It's disgusting. And one of the darkest topics, especially for me and maybe you, if you're a woman who has gone through pregnancy, um, the thought of her thinking suicidal thoughts when she was five months pregnant. And there are pictures of an event that she was forced to go to that still haunts her to this day when she sees those pictures. Um, she was forced to go to this play and um apparently you can see how tightly harry's hand was grabbing on to hers um and megan handing in her passport and her keys her personal info and belongings that all like went over to the royal palace and she was left alone trapped and not being really able to leave whenever she wanted to it's finally showing a light on people who have these lavish lifestyles we see them portrayed as you know having it all and no you can't really have it all and be happy and like yeah it's just a very touching, touchy-touchy subject to talk about. So I'll move on to the great news of her expecting a girl 
And guys, I really hope she names her Diana. Do not do you think they're gonna name their daughter Diana? I really hope so. Or like some sort of nickname to like for Princess Diana, like Di. Um also and the biggest bombshell for me of this whole interview was Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry offering his home, Tyler Perry giving them security, more security than the Royal Palace would ever give them. And yeah, I didn't think that Medea would save the day, but she did, guys. So that's pretty much it on what I want to focus on. And you should probably go and see the interview. I mean, there's so many clips now. I've seen it all on Twitter. It's everywhere. It's talked about, like I said, in every single podcast. Of course, it's culture. It's pop culture right now. This is history. This is them breaking the barrier of not only race, but <clears throat> yeah, just the continuing history of the royal palace. I mean, we've all seen it in the crown, but I hope Oprah does more interviews in the future. I mean, can she do Britney Spears next? That would be awesome. But who knows, maybe she'll do the royal family next. But I highly doubt it. I know they came out with a statement. I think Queen Elizabeth was the one who came out with the statement saying they are saddened by the news and that they are going to have a private family meeting. Jeez, can you imagine? That sounds very scary. I'm sure we'll be talking more about Meghan Markle and Harry in the future because this obviously is not over so yeah we will definitely keep tabs the bachelor franchise has a temporary host right now for the after the rose ceremony it is emmanuel acho he's a great interview who talks about race in america he has his own podcast on Fox Sports 1. He used to be a football linebacker in the past for the NFL. And um, like I said, he's not a permanent host because I don't think he would be able to juggle like being a host and like his career right now. And honestly, like what does Chris Harrison do? He's on there for like five minutes, maybe two. Anyone can literally have his job. Give that job to Tasha. But yes, I like this guy just because hopefully he will be a great interviewer who will hopefully battle real questions and asking about the drama between the girls and, you know, lame stuff. And spoil alert, one, two, three, the new Bachelorette is... Um, coming up is Katie. She's going to start filming in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. And I just found out that Paradise will also start shooting after their season end of The Bachelorette, which should be around May. Um, the best spoiler of all that I read up, uh, my source is Reality Steve. I don't care. Shoot me. <laughs> but the best spoiler, you know how I was... I don't really... I love Katie, don't get me wrong, but I don't want her as a bachelorette. There was 
from the cast that they gave us. There's Serena P, Serena C, there's Chelsea, there's Maggie, there's just so many women of color. Brie, I really wanted Brie. And not to win, but like I would really like to see her as the next Bachelorette after Michelle. That would be amazing. Um, But yeah, the reason why they gave it to Katie first and then Michelle is because she didn't want to miss her class, guys. The filming is during school hours and school time. And she just didn't want to be away from her students again like she did last year. So, yeah, I am excited. Some sad news that I read up last night that I, we'll see if this will be cleared up. But Ryan Murphy, oof, he is an American writer series for Pose, Boys in the Band. Um, he also wrote for um running with scissors which is from like a book that i really love too anyway he is a well-pronounced uh writer and he is also one of the creators with glee ian brennan and brad falchuk well according to naya rivera's father on twitter they Attempt, not attempted, but they lied or um, never fully met their bargain of the promise to start their fund or, um, yeah, I guess the college fund for Naya Rivera's son, Josie. Apparently he was writing back to Twitter fans, asked if how he, the the project's going and he blatantly said what project no outreach um pro- empty promises he wrote as well and he said the whole thing was for show of him of Ryan Murphy saying that they basically did it all for clout well Ryan Murphy responded back saying that they have been working on the process, yada, 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 you know, retracting himself. Um, but yeah, this sounds super messy, and I just wanted to throw it out there, Google it, see the tweets. Um, it's just disgusting for these creators to um, join, like, try to bag in on someone's horrible horrible death and you would think that's for my worst week award guys but it's not we've it's not even over yet the week but we'll see we'll see Jackie harry is wearing the same outfit she wore in the first episode of the iconic tv show 227 she is now in the soap opera show days of our lives and she wore the same exact outfit to a T but characters are different Paulina's a little bit more um classy I love her from T and Tamara days and obviously the iconic movie for me growing up Ladybugs you know she was in it I've been bored and trying to step away from like reality tv or like true crime tv and 
this soap opera, I mean, it reminds me of days when I stayed home sick at my grandma's <laughs> and nothing else was on TV. And for this week's Best Week Award, I'd like to give it to all the young and old TikTokers admitting their embarrassing stories while Gia from, Gia from Real Housewives of New Jersey singing her song. I'm going to see if I can record it, actually. I don't think I'll be able to record it, but I am definitely going to be putting it on the description. If you even just Google Gia Sad Song, it automatically pops up. That poor sad song of cry for help that she sang. It wasn't even her birthday. It was her sister's birthday. Super sad um, and dark. Anyway, that's not why I'm given the Best Week Award. The reason why that song is being played on TikTok and... TikTokers are explaining their embarrassing stories of when they were young with a, either a caption or past videos and it is hilarious and kudos to them too for even posting those embarrassing stories. I know I can't even think of one because I have so many. Um, yeah, I was... Clubs, <laughs> but I'll see if I can even um, link some of the amazing stories that I've seen so far. I don't have TikTok, guys. I really don't need it either. I have Twitter for that. Twitter posts the best ones anyway, and Instagram has been doing the same thing too. It's hilarious to me how these social media platforms are all just pictures or screenshots of both of like of of either one of counts. It's hilarious. And that's all I have for this week. Um, I've been diving into like podcasts more than usual. I mean, I guess it's not unusual. I'm always on a headphone like listening to a podcast. But like lately, instead of Mommy's Doomsday, which I highly recommend listening to the whole Lori Vallow crazy cult of it all. Um, <clears throat> I have been trying to meditate early in the morning since I can't really go back to sleep once I feed my little one. So um, Debbie Brown has a great podcast that really not only dives into self-worth and uh, perceiving self-perceiving I guess it's called I don't know I'm just making words up but she has written books and she's a great great meditator she's on the app Chopra C-H-O-P-R-A she does meditation there um, that's where I get it from but mostly she has a podcast also which I love because that to me is sort of a meditation just listening to her voice and um, her positive uh, comments and motivation just really is inspiring. Um, her last episode, she meditated, and it's exactly what I needed because <laughs> I follow her account too. And she is, when I'm having a bad day, she really does lighten up um, just putting on one of her episodes. 
So um, I've been listening to that. And I highly recommend you guys check it out as well. Um, I know, like I said last episode, it's that anniversary, and we're all just feeling it. I know I am, and um, it definitely helps that we have so much access to like self-help, guys. And there's no excuse. There really isn't. Um, Unless you're really deep in the hole. I totally get it then. (laughs) But I will be back Saturday for your worst week ever award. And yeah, we'll see if this week gets any better. Bye, guys. Waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. I just wish things would get better. I'm trying to get rid of them, but nothing seems to stay the same. Woke up in the morning, doing my hair, making, getting my clothes on. Walking into school, thinking of what is going to happen next. Oh, whoa.